What's going on, everyone? We are back. New School Gaming Podcast, bringing you another fantastic episode this week. Got some juicy bits in here. As always, I'm WB. I'm the Thick Baby. We're New School Gaming, so let's jump right into it. Uh, E3 this year, a little bit of bad news for anyone that uh, was looking forward to it, might be canceled. Uh, might be. I thought it was already canceled. It Verified. is up in the air as to where it might be virtual. Okay. They still might do some virtual little thing for us saying, hey, what's up, guys? We're still here. But okay. uh, they split ways with, what was the name of it? ReadPop. And ReadPop is a convention company that, you know, hosts massive events for everyone. Yeah. And since I think it was 2019, 2020, you know, like right around COVID time, E3 has done just virtual events. Yeah. And that was right around the time that they signed their partnership with them. So no events, all virtual, you know, it's not really working out for ReadPop. So they split ways. E3's like, yeah, we might not have an event this year. Might be virtual. Hang out with us. I know I'd heard a bunch of different gaming companies from that would normally be at E3 uh, showing off their stuff are just doing smaller conventions or smaller just like... Uh, Summer Game Fest. Yeah, Summer Game Fest would be a good example. Yeah. Yep. Um, so E3 was also said a statement about that. They've been worried about it, you know, people not really wanting to attend their event. So they are, their exact quote here is... They're going to work on a complete reinvention of their show for 2025 okay. and be back completely different than anything you've ever seen before. All right. So that should be kind of interesting. You know, I've always grown up watching E3. Yeah, I love, love E3's got a special place in my heart. Yeah. Grew up watching it, so hopefully they do make a good comeback because I always yeah, loved it. Yeah, I'd be down to watch it again. I need more gaming stuff to watch. Absolutely. Uh, Starfield just came out. Oh, Fantastic yeah. release on its launch party. Or, wait, launch party. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Kevin. <laughs> uh, it passed one million users on its official launch, day one. Million users, I mean, nice. 70 bucks a pop, that's $70 million. So kudos to them. They made their money back. I feel they're making a run of game of the year, but I just I don't see anybody topping Baldur's Gate yeah, right now. Baldur's Gate has it. I mean... I mean, it is a huge game, Starfield, with how much walking it is. It's practically a walking simulator at this point. But the ship customization is pretty pretty cool. I've been seeing TikToks all week of that. Speaking of walking simulator, that's kind of where I was going. Yeah. Uh, there's not a single land vehicle in the entire game. Yeah. Saw so, uh, the creator or executive producer or whatever, Todd Howard, said, get a jetpack. There's no cars. You're not going to be able to travel yeah. the land. Get yourself a jetpack and just <laughs> deal with it, is basically what he said. I don't oh. see that as a huge issue. I mean, there's no drivable cars in Fallout. True. Yeah, but, but Fallout's probably smaller with every planet you go to. Yeah, you, 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 you got to think. You also don't get a jetpack. So Fallout it is like about. They're giving you everything you need. There's stuff to do along the way in Fallout. Like you'll run into random creatures and stuff and random side stuff as you're walking long distances. It's kind of empty right now. It, from yeah, and this, you land on a planet and you're like, I saw a ship land over there. Let's go walk for 20 minutes to go reach that with nothing in between. I mean, I feel like that's just pretty on par for previous games. One thing I've said for a while about any Fallout game, first mod you need to install besides the script extender is uh, a sprinting mod. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Something for that. So, I don't know. They uh, said there's not going to be any updates, no vehicles. They will be adding new features to the jetpack. Um yeah, higher specs for it, whatever, be able to dash to point of interest. So okay. we'll see where that goes. Let's hope. Yeah. 
Uh, Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, yeah. Great news here, guys. It's getting cross-play. Yeah, I saw that they wasn't confirmed on a date for it, but it was definitely in the works. Yep. No official date, mostly because they haven't released their final version of the game yet. For those of you who don't know, Xbox still hasn't received it. Um, yeah. It's coming out later this year for Xbox, so it's really hard to put the fine finishing touches on crossplay when people aren't even really playing the game on the True. system yet. True. Um, I did see that uh, it released on PlayStation 5. It did. Uh, this week. Yep. Yeah. And I saw, I didn't write it down, but that the Metacritic score for it is the highest rated PlayStation 5 game as of right now. Yeah. it was. I think it was a 9.8 when I was looking at yeah, it. Yeah, I think the Metacritic score was like a 97. 97 and on Metacritic? The okay. The last one was like Elder Rings a 96, I think. All right. I might be off on yeah, this. Yeah, it, it had really high reviews. I mean, it plays fantastic on the computer. So, yeah. I mean, it's kind of interesting seeing how I wonder how they poured over the controls. So, yeah. I might pick it up Check it out. And uh, another news, great, fantastic Pokemon news. Yeah, yeah. You Detect Pikachu fan? I like the movie. <laughs> I yep. haven't played the game. All right. Well, they are not remastering or remaking, but a complete new title for Detective Pikachu is coming out called Detective Pikachu Returns. Okay. okay. It's coming out October 6th, 2023. We really don't have too much on it other than uh, <laughs> you're going to be able to ride on Growlithe and you can split ways between, I think the guy's name was Tom. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, Tom and Pikachu, you can split ways now and venture off as Tom or as Pikachu, picking up clues in unique ways. And when you go off as Pikachu, you can find a Growlithe and ride on him, and he'll do, like, sniffing, and he's like a bloodhound. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of interesting. So it's more of an adventure detective game than it is a Pokemon game. Yes, okay. yeah. Okay, I can down with that. Uh, I got SAG-AFTRA. You know that they're on the writer's strike right now for all those movies oh, yeah. to do with... Well, really just getting better wages for writers, but also a huge portion of it is AI and writing just being a whole mess with Hollywood right now. Uh, they're talking about voting on doing a dual strike between the writers for films and the voice actors and actors for video games right now. Oh. Because, I mean, AI, you could easily replace voice actors with AI and everything in video games. Pretty easy, yeah. Yeah, so that seems like it's going to go through, which is not looking good for our video game releases for 2023 <laughs> to 2024 right now until they get some kind of settlement or something for the writers. So that's not, that's not looking good for our video games. I mean, uh, it's hard to replace the authenticity of voice actors, though. I mean... True, but I mean... it. AI can just do amazing things they, now. It does do amazing things, but it's hard to capture the depth and vocalization of, like, a real human in distress during, like, those cutscenes with, like, Nathan Drake screaming for his brother falling off the cliff. I feel like AI really can't hit I, that. I feel like you're not... You haven't seen what it can do fully then because it, it can pretty much copy straight up somebody's voice and get it pretty well. We'll have to check it out. Look, wow. well, you said copy, so they still need a voice. True, but if they base it off of somebody's voice, like if I just took Nathan Fillion's voice and fed it into, had an AI watch it for so long and then try to copy it, I'm sure they could come close enough. Well, and you got to pay Nathan Fillion big bucks because he owns that That's voice. That's what the strike would yeah. be for, yes, yeah. to get them equal wages for something or okay. just straight up ban it from being used or something. I'm not sure what they would do. Yeah, interesting. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Did you see the animated movie? I've seen commercials or trailers. Yeah, it the, it's got Will Ferrell yeah. and Ice 
Cuban animation Indonesia. looks different, but it looks really good actually. I do yeah. want to see yeah, it. Apparently, it was so successful they decided for the sequel we're gonna go straight to video games. So we have Ooh. a sequel coming in 2024 to consoles and PC. Uh, it's gonna be just straight up right after the movie ended, go into this game basically. Okay, that'll yeah. be fun. Uh, do you I have a style of game or I no, I got nothing on it other than animated sequel game. I wonder if so. they'll go old school and kind of you remember like a uh, Shredder's Revenge, that old Ninja Turtles game. I don't think I've ever played a Ninja Turtles game other than the arcade machine. Yeah, game. that's basically what it that's was. Like it matched up with like the Simpsons. Yeah, one, it was so, basically yeah. an arcade machine, but you would play it in your hands, and that's no. What I'm sure they'll Shredder's go Revenge. way more futuristic <laughs> than that. <laughs> uh, we got Bethesda is in talks with Lucasfilms to possibly create an. Indiana Jones game. Ooh. I'm not a huge Indiana Jones fan, so I can't really speak to how much that would be. Not a good, massive indie fan myself. Movies were great. Did enjoy them. Um, what was the game I just brought up? Uh, Drake. Oh, no, different dude. Uh, yeah, Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake. What yeah. was that game called? Uh, uh, Uncharted. Yeah, Uncharted. I was, I was about to say Castaway. If they do reason. something like Uncharted with the whole Indiana Jones vibe, yeah. I could see that really hitting home. True, um, true. Throwing maybe a couple RPG aspects. Like I feel like they're really trying to milk Indiana Jones, and it's just in the past couple of years has not been working. They definitely are. Oh. I, I'm. I, I love the first three movies, but Kingdom of the, of the Crystal Skull was pretty. That was the one with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. was pretty terrible. I haven't seen the new one yet. Um, I'll probably watch it when okay. I can watch it for free. A lot of the fan fiction of, of his written books, of Indiana Jones books and stuff like that, are actually really good and interesting to read. I have a couple audio books on them. Okay. Um, I, I found out... Kind of like James Bond at this point in my mind. Like, Indiana Jones is the Temple Explorer as to where James Bond is the secret you know, yeah. spy guy. So, Joaquin Phoenix was young Indy, and they, apparently they made, like, a shitload of episodes of that. I've not watched any of them, but... I think I did watch Young Indy with my grandpa. Yeah, Never. that's, I no. guess, something for Indiana Jones fans. I I feel like an Indiana Jones video game could be pretty fun. Um, but right now, all I'm picturing is just they had Lego Indiana Jones. Yeah, I mean, they would basically it. make it like Nathan Drake or Tomb Raider or something. Yeah, I, I mean, feel Tomb like Raider was a great thing. game. That one I had a blast yeah. on. I haven't played the new one on PlayStation 4 came out? Or yeah, okay. yeah. PS4. Good uh, a little news for you. The private equity group Carlisle, which owns one of our favorite companies, Jagex, which is based over in UK and Cambridge, I believe. Yeah. Uh, they're talking about go selling Jagex to another company, and they're in talks right now to sell it for about one billion pounds, which is about one point two billion USD. Selling it to what company? It's just in talks right now, just sell, throwing out the number, basically, to see if anybody's out there to bite. Uh, they've sold Jagex a few times to different companies, and it's kind of ended up with Carlisle in the past few years. Nothing's really changed every time Jagex has been sold. It's just kind of a keep all the same people and move along kind of thing. Yeah. You never know, though, if some new company buys it and decides to do something with it. I think that'd be really nice. I Do you? Because RuneScape's pretty set in its player base where every time they make a small change to it it gets so much backlash to it i know but it needs change i mean you can only play the same thing for so long with no updates and nothing you say that but when they changed it it made runescape 2 and runescape 3 every time it's been terrible but what about the new release of sailing 
I haven't tried it yet. <laughs> yeah, they got a new skill coming out. Old school RuneScape sailing. New skill. I, I would mean, like to see the, the player base difference between old school RuneScape and RuneScape 3 right now to see like what the difference is and who's playing what. Uh, RuneScape 3 is losing money at the moment. Because right, I know RuneScape 3 just came out with like necromancy and everything. They still have updates to it, and it yeah. does look like a good game, but... It's not old yeah, school. The Jagex came out with a statement a while ago saying that they're not going to close down the RS3 servers or anything okay. like that, but that it is losing money and old school RuneScape is what is keeping them in service at the moment. So they are prioritizing OSRS updates. I mean, that game came out in 99 and it's still great. Yeah, original RuneScape was 99 and then oh. the version I'm playing was 07scape. Jeez. Oh, so yeah. How much did you say? Is one billion pounds, so that'd be 1.2 American. Right. So, no. you know, someone asked me what I'd do if I won the Powerball you recently. Just buy RuneScape? Well, yeah, and then I would close it down and free you guys wow. from his collections. Wow. <laughs> Not only would you friend. do that, you would also collapse an entire Venezuelan population's economy from that. Yeah. Wow. Because their entire country RuneScape. runs off of RuneScape currency. I will free them as well. <laughs> <laughs> you are the savior. <laughs> All right. Uh, the video game Stray that we talked about quite a while ago about a cat in a futuristic robot society with no humans in it, Love where it. the theme really is humanity. <laughs> Strange. Uh, is getting its own uh, animated film adaptation, and they're saying it's going to be a buddy comedy about a cat and a robot. Hell yeah. yeah so we'll see how that goes. But uh, that's all I got for video game news. So let's head into some nerd pop culture. Ooh. Uh, we got Batman Part 2. The Batman Part 2. My bad. Should have said the the. Uh, it's going to start filming in March 2024. Obviously, it's going to star Robert Pattinson again. Robert Patterson. Yeah. Pattinson? Patterson? I don't know. Robert P. Cedric Diggory. <laughs> there we go. That's much better. Um, and the villain in this one, Mr. Freeze. Ooh. Love Mr. Freeze. The old school Batman with Arnold Schwarzenegger ah, is fucking Poison great. Ivy. Mr. Freeze. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Mr. Freeze is pretty cool. Wow. You're out of this. We're, we're moving your <laughs> podcast. Cut There's that, cut no that, cut that. that. I'm over here on this side of the camera. <laughs> I've already been banned. Great. Uh, Hayao Miyazaki's latest film, The Boy and the Heron, is coming to theaters December 8th. Why do I know Miyazaki that Studio Ghibli, or Studio Ghibli, Studio however Ghibli. you want to say there it. There we go. I don't care which way you say it. Don't correct me. Um, yeah director from Spirited Away, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, their new film, The Boy and the Heron, is coming out December 8th in theaters. I go check it out. It's already released overseas and great reviews so far, so we'll now, see. change the title, put an M at the end. The Boy and the Harem. Oh, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've seen something like that. <laughs> I think that's a lot of anime's premise nowadays. <laughs> uh, we also got some 53-year-old... Ooh, I'm going to mess up your name. Shino Shinodu Yoshida was found guilty of violating Japan's Copyright Act by distributing video game footage of uh, the visual novel video game Steins Gate, My Darling's Embrace. So the reason he's uh, convicted of copyright in Japan is because it's a visual novel game which means most of the game is literally just watching stuff happen and yeah. not actually doing anything. And he showed the ending of the game on a YouTube video. And they went to court and sued him basically because 
if you're showing the ending to this video game and you're not really, it's a visual novel game, you're not like playing the game kind of thing, you're basically just showing a film on YouTube. Yeah. It'd be like if I just put Avengers Endgame up on YouTube and some, they copyright claimed me, obviously. That would happen. So they, he, they ended up winning and he got convicted of five years of jail, but they said because he didn't mean to do a copyright thing, he was just putting on video game footage in his mind that it's a suspended five years or suspended two years. That's what it was. So he escaped two years of prison. Uh, He has five years where if he does anything like that again, gets convicted of that again, he's going to jail. And then he got fined for... 1 million yen, which is $6,780 U.S. So he got fined $1,000 or five years in jail? No, he got fined $6,000. $6,000, okay. And doesn't go to jail, but he's got like a five-year probation kind of thing. Where like if he gets caught doing anything, he's going to jail for two years. That's rough. Yeah. And that's all I got for Nerd Pop Culture. Oh, man. All right. Well, a little bit of sad news. (laughs) Smash Mouth singer Steve Harwell. Harwell dies at 56. You can't always be an all-star. No. Saw a pretty crazy video of him recently. A fan has thrown a loaf of bread at him while he was performing at like a community music festival, like downtown in some city. Please tell me he ate it. No, he like was really drunk and then he got one on a tirade <laughs> against the person <laughs> and he kind of just ranting for a couple minutes but the great thing was the rest of the play- band kept playing and they were I forget which song they were ramping into but they just kept playing the intro over Fair and over enough. that's fantastic oh, that's sad but yeah he uh, was in hospice and he passed away after one day of being in hospice so rest in peace Steve Harwell and uh yeah, great songs. Yeah, great songs. I'll probably play some of you at my party this weekend. Oh, absolutely. And one more sad news. Dreamweaver singer. You guys know the Dream song Dreamweaver? Weaver. Sing it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Not singing it. Horrible singer. Tone I guy. know, I can't uh, think of it. Gary Wright, though, uh, dies at 80. So he had yeah. a good long right, life. You know. I probably know your song, but I can't think of it. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, we'll play it later. Oh, can't okay. play it out now, but later we can. Check it out. Great song. Great musicians, both of them. Go pay them some respects. Send them some prayers, some love, something, guys. You know. For shouting out musicians, legendary saxophone player James Casey passed away last week as well. R.I.P. No, R.I.P. Good, sir. Yeah, but wonderful musicians, guys. Check them out. Enjoy their music. That's what their passion was. In lighter news, a little bit craziness, uh... Megaplex, a furry convention based in Orlando, Florida. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Massive furry convention. Like, I've never heard of it. It just popped, hit my news feed, and I was like, i got to click on this. It must be, basically, when you see a furry thing, that must be where we see yeah. it from. Yeah, and it's Megaplex is the big thing, I guess. Um, regardless, the Florida governor down there passed a new act prohibiting children to view any adult performance defined as a presentation that depicts nudity or sexual conduct or sexual activities to anyone under the age of 18 you can't see these things right as the week of megaplex's furry convention was happening okay so they mega megaplex just was like oh man that's our whole convention Wait, wait, wait. If you ask any furry, they will tell you it's not a sex thing. It's definitely a sex thing. Well, Megaplex said, hey, that's my whole convention, and said, and if you're 18 and under, you can no longer come, and I guess it is like... (laughs) 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 
the like least amount of furries that have ever been there, which is a little alarming that it was a bunch of underage people walking the around. The least in those amount costumes. of furries. It was like we only had a million people as furries. Like, come on, it's too much. <laughs> so that was kind of crazy. I mean, whole convention shut down basically because underage thing. I, just, I mean, that's. Just, I'm sorry, I just don't get the furry thing. I don't, I don't get it. It's wild. I just felt the need to talk about. I it. Again, we're probably branching ourselves off of a whole amount of people that don't want to watch this now because we bagged on furries, but it's weird. You're weird. <laughs> <laughs> Explain it to me. Tell me what it is. Maybe I'll understand. Maybe I won't. But it's okay to be weird, but you might be weird guy. You're weird guy. You're weird guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I got for nerd pop culture, so let's jump over to some comic news. Ooh. So this week, the top ten comics were released that had increased in their initial value. So crazy comics that just went up out of nowhere this year that you should kind of check out and keep an eye on because they might just keep skyrocketing. All right. Starting in number ten, we have The Devil's Cut, number one. Never heard of it. I haven't either, and this is why. Well, I'll I'll go in a second. uh, The specific one is Junko Miyuzunan's uh, variant, which is a one in 100 variant. Uh, it is a new publisher debut comic, so it's their first comic ever to release. Okay. It was selling for $2.99 on the shelf this year, and is currently at $225. Jeez. And that's an ungraded copy. Jeez. What's uh, it going for graded in like a 9.8? I imagine it's probably hitting in the thousands already. So, crazy comic. Highly recommend checking that one out, guys. Try and get your hands on a copy. Maybe someone's selling one for five bucks in your local shop and they don't know if they have it. Yeah. Uh, we got Amazing Spider-Man number 32 as That's number That's the nine. Miles Morales? Yeah, I wish, but it wasn't. No. I really thought it would I'm be. i to think. Uh, no. no, this is... It's got to be a first appearance. Elizabeth Torx, 1 in 50 variant. Um, it was at a price tag of eight ninety nine, so nothing crazy, you know, to pick up. And it's only selling for fifty one dollars at the moment. Okay, okay. So no. that's not a huge price not increase. A huge that's price number increase. nine. That was number nine. What was the, the number ten? Was two twenty some was? Yeah, two twenty five. So these are just. What was the price increase from the original? It was two ninety nine two twenty five, and then the Spider Man one was eight ninety nine to fifty one. So these aren't necessarily in order. These are just their 10 to look out for. Okay, I get what you're saying. And I was just going off of their site that I had. Uh, Number eight, we have Star Wars Heir to the Empire number one. I actually have this comic in my collection, but it is not the newsstand edition. Okay. And they put the newsstand edition on their list, valuing at $1,642 right now. Damn. And that comic came out in 1995. Nice. Great comic, wonderful. Check it out. Got uh, number seven, Web of Spider-Man, Standard Edition. Uh, came out this year, sitting at $155. Okay. Was a, bad. Was a $3 comic as well. Web of Spider-Man, okay. Uh, X-Men, number 130, Newsstand Edition, sitting at 375 130 who's the first appearance? I have no idea. Oh, um, trying to think got to be someone. Yeah, no, can't come to my mind. If I had to guess, probably the, the blue dude that teleports. Nightcrawler? Nightcrawler? No, I feel like he was in the originals. Was he? I, no. Well, I'm just taking a guess there. Um, but last year, it was valued at under 100 bucks. This year, it's at 375 Pretty exciting. Uh, Star Wars Canon, number six, and Star Wars Canon, number one, make okay. the place for number five and number what four. What year did they come out in? They both came out this year as well, 2023. Oh, okay. They were... Surprised you don't have it. <laughs> I don't. I know. I just... These weren't ones that... I was like, they're not going to be anything, no. but I don't know. It was a $3.99 comic, 
$3.99. Number six is sitting at $340, and number one is sitting at $132. Damn. Uh, Interesting variant. Wonder Woman in a swimsuit for a Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition cover comic. $600. Sitting at $80 currently. Damn. (laughs) Uh, It's a 1 in 25 variant, so it's a pretty common comic. Swimsuit variants just... Yeah, yeah, those do pretty well. So, I mean, it's out there. You can probably find one for 10, 15, 20 bucks. Pick it up, hold on to it for a couple of years. You'll have some money. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars, this is the version I have. Star Wars Heir to the Empire, number one, standard edition, ranked in at number two. Okay. It's sitting at 900 bucks currently, but that is up from a $3.99 price tag. So, <laughs> pretty exciting. And number one place, this character had a cameo in Deadpool. And has been growing in popularity ever since. Their name is Dazzler. And their current comic, Standard Edition, number one, sitting at $195. And you can still find it in your local comic shops. Almost guaranteed, unless they're being picked clean at the moment, for under $5. Nice. And return on eBay sales will just go through the roof on it. So right. check Definitely those out. Definitely going to get that. Oh, sorry. Um... I got Venom Annual Number One coming out September 13th. This is once again just an annual comic, 13th comic in the series kind of thing. Uh, this is Venom versus Deadpool. I go check it out. It's number one. That's an annual. Might be worth something someday. Venom's one of my favorites. Oh yeah. Uh, Daredevil Number One coming out September 13th. It's a new run of Daredevils. It's a Legacy Number 663. So if you're collecting Daredevils, go and. Pick that one up. Definitely pick it up. Just saying, guys. Daredevil 663 in three more comics in a legacy. So legacy continues the series. 666. That'll be a good one. It's going to be a good one, guys. I I I grab it just for Daredevil 666. It's going to be a fucking great one. I can almost guarantee it. And then coming back from a little bit of a hiatus, we got Noctera number 16 coming out September 13th. Uh, There was a small break in between issues, but this is the final issue in the arc run of Noctera. So definitely go pick that up and complete your collection of Noctera. I cannot wait. I have that on pre-order. It's just going to get mailed to my house. I'm just going to open it and be like, oh my God, it's here. (laughs) I've got the stack of Noctera sitting on my desk and I'm ready to just pack it away for a while. You haven't read them? Haven't read. I read the first two where she got on the semi and started going to the next place. Yeah. I am loving it. It took a turn in a way I didn't expect. I won't oh, yeah. say anything spoiler-wise for anyone out there who might read it, but you should read it. Uh, don't read it. Keep your comics nice. Okay, okay. Uh, keep them nice. I know. I've got, I've got a few Nocteras and a Virgin Mary, and so they're just all sitting there. Fantastic. So, uh, that's what I got for comic news. Let's move on to some anime news. Ooh, baby. My all favorite. right, so I got... Crunchyroll had their industry panel revealing some anime coming out within this next year, a few months kind of thing. Okay. Uh, did this during a fan expo, I believe in Canada is where they had it. I figured See, I'd just I'm go over a... some of the animes that were there that I look forward to seeing. Um, we got The Witch and the Beast coming out hopefully next year. This is going to be a revenge action story. Uh, I read some of the plot. It seemed like a witch curses this girl with powers or something and she's on a revenge to find out who cursed her and get revenge on them basically okay yeah. right on um sasaki and the peeps this one looked interesting i guess uh 
man, office worker, I believe, I think he's like an accountant or something, goes to a pet shop, picks up a parakeet or a bird, some kind of bird. Okay. And the bird ends up being a magical wizard from another world. That's fantastic. <laughs> he was just polymorphed or right? something? And now he's got to go on an adventure with this wizard. That's <laughs> and fantastic. I was like, I'm absolutely going to watch at least the first couple episodes to see if it's any good. Has potential right um, off rip. Um, this one, just long name one. It, I feel like most light novels, mangas, webtoons, they're all following this new trend of having just the longest name there is. Yeah. And this one is Reincarnated Aristocrat. I'll use my appraisal skill to rise in the new world. It's an isekai. Come on. That's all it is now. That's all they it's ever got know. that appraisal skill. Exactly. So, I mean, I'll probably watch the first episode and be like, this is terrible typical harem shit and just move on to the next one uh that's the only ones i got from the fan expo that seemed like good ones coming up and then i also saw my hero academia is getting a fourth film set exactly where the series was at with the downfall of kind of the city they're in okay yeah i can't remember the name of the town I don't think it ever gave it a Megalopolis. Name. Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. But yeah, they're getting a fourth movie coming out sometime next year. So okay. So look out for that. That'll be super exciting. I'm, yeah. I'm freaking, I mean, look at it. I got all my right here, dude. Freaking, I can't wait. And then I got some anime questions, but oh. I figure I'll throw it to you with some, uh, some news before we move on to that. I don't really like the isekais. They're just... Yeah, I update our fans, Jay. It's a news podcast. I'm going to update them on There it. are some good isekais. <laughs> there are good isekais. Like, the best one in the entire world is easily Overlord. That's true. Prove me wrong. And it is a good one. You just got to get through some weird parts. Hit me in the comments <laughs> if there's a better one than Overlord. That's what anime is. If I had to describe anime to anybody, it's it's really good. You just got to get through some weird parts. <laughs> That's true. All right, what do you got over there? Ooh, all right. So for anyone that doesn't know, One Piece released a live action. Uh, yeah, so good. You know, freaking show on Netflix. And it is currently the number one show on all of the, in all of the world. So yeah. number one spot, like One Piece Live. I action. mean, they picked a good time to come out. There's nothing competing with them for new shows. I thought that was pretty freaking sweet. Yeah. I mean, I listen. I watched through every part of it, all the way end of the season. I'd say if you've never watched One Piece the anime, you might not like it. Really? It's not. Jillian, I even got Nancy to watch oh, it. Fair enough. <laughs> I just, from my perspective, what I thought, because I've seen One Piece, the beginning and everything, is that they skip over so much backstory for it that like you probably wouldn't understand all the troubles with the characters and everything. Yeah, and I they really rush true. through it kind they of thing. Do. So in my head, I was like, people who have never watched One Piece, they're not going to like it. Me having watched One Piece, seeing the things that they skipped over, the small things they change in the live action because they knew it wasn't going to work. I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. I liked the scene in the bar when the dude steps on the food. Yeah. I was yeah. losing it. That's. I feel like the only great. part I didn't like about it is I just couldn't wrap my head around Arlong. He just didn't yeah, Arlong look right. was horrible. He just didn't look right. Oh, Every <laughs> other part of it, great. Kuro. It's a very hard costume to try and like nail, in yeah. my opinion. Perfect actor for Kuro. Yeah. Great. The pirates there were great. Buggy, I love the direction they went in with him, making him like Joker Crazy brains. Psycho yeah. clown. Yeah. I loved it. I, I say if you've watched One Piece, go and watch the live action because it's great. Oh, yeah. 
And uh, you had recommended a fantastic anime last week. Yes. Um, Zom 100, Bucket List of the Dead. Zom 100. And I started it. I'm three or four episodes in. And I'm going to keep watching it. I, yeah. I'm thoroughly interested in it. It's not your typical action adventure anime. It's just slice of life kind of mixed in with some random zombie apocalypse. And it's, it's unexpectedly good. It is. Check it out, guys. It's a little weird, but it's good. All right, I got some anime questions for you like we did last week. Like I said, if you guys have any questions you want to ask us, you want to send in any questions, get our opinions on anything, uh, shoot us an email, comment on one of our videos, and I'll absolutely ask it on You had some tough podcast. ones last week. Yeah, so first one I got here for you is, uh, which anime has your favorite soundtrack? That's a tough one because, I mean, a lot of them have good soundtracks. And if, if, if I'm picking one for myself... The first season of Bleach, the fights, specifically the fights, in the American version. I don't know if they have it in the Japanese version or okay. not. But in the American version, when he goes to fight, is just some great soundtracks. That or Naruto just got great openings. I might have to go with Attack on Titan soundtrack. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, great soundtrack, super catchy. And then in the fight scenes, I mean, they even have metal songs in there, like True. Japanese metal, which doesn't one. happen very often. Yeah. Attack on Titan didn't even cross my mind. And yeah. That is a good one. Probably yeah. one of my favorite soundtracks. Uh, what anime do you think would make a good game if done right? Like perfectly done. Anime. Which anime do you think would make the best game? Because I know there's animes that I'm thinking of that have games already out, but they're not my ideal games. So if you had to, like, they made the game perfectly suited for what you think it would be, which anime would it be? Full Metal Alchemist. Okay, that's fair. I think if they did Sword Art Online right, that would be the one. That's just a really good RPG. Exactly. <laughs> but I've played the Sword Art Online games, and they're not good. Yeah. They're not the same. But Dot Hack Infection, great, great game, game, and it's basically Sword Art Online. <laughs> so if they made Sword Art Online right, it'd be a good game. That's just my opinion. Or Overlord. Overlord, that would be That'd a, be a good one. one. Uh, what anime was better than you expected it to be? All right. You're going to laugh at me. Uh -huh. I'm in high school. I haven't really been exposed to anime at this point. And the only one I watched was Dragon Ball. And my buddy's like, I'm going to put on this show called Death Note. I'm like, awesome. But three episodes in, and I'm like, this is really cool, but when does the fighting start? And he goes, yeah, there's no fighting throughout the entire show. It's just talking. And I was like, what? And I had l zero expectations now at this point, and it blew me away. Absolutely loved Death Note. All right. Mine, I had to look up the name because I didn't want to get it wrong, and it's got a weird name I haven't watched in a long time. It's called Kenichi, The Mightiest Disciple. And it is the dumbest anime that I've ever looked at. It doesn't have the greatest art style. But oh when I watched it, I was like, this is drawing me in somehow. So basically, it's just this random kid at this Japanese school, has a run-in with this girl, ends up having to like live at this dojo that this girl belongs to kind of thing. Okay. And all of the men there are like masters of their art, like judo uh, karate, other stuff. I can't really jujitsu, that kind of stuff. All right. And each one of them like takes turns teaching him and making him the mightiest disciple. And it's so stupid. And it just has these moments in it with these great fights that are like, this is some karate kid level shit. Right on. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that is a great one. I, I would go check out. 
uh, recommend one anime that most people probably haven't seen and should check out. (laughs) It's hard to think of one that you probably haven't seen. If I had to pick one, oh, that is tough. Akira. Akira. I feel like that's a classic 90s that most have seen. I haven't seen it. Surprisingly. Okay. But I know of Akira from the Akira slide. I, I would say Akira, um, really, really good. I feel like a lot of people haven't seen it. Okay, okay. I go Death Parade. Death Parade. Solid. Pretty good. Didn't think it was going to be that great either, and it's a good one. Yeah. I'd go check that one out. Is Records of Ragnarok American anime? Or is it that... is on Netflix, but I, I would assume it's a Japanese anime. Okay. Just from the art styling and everything. Just off the top of my head, yeah. I was curious. Yeah, great question. But yeah, that's all the questions I got. Like I said, if you have any questions, email us, comment, something. We'll read them off on here. doesn't have to be anime questions either. It can be about anything. We'll read fan questions. But anyway, let's get right into our battle of the week. Yes. So, for my battle, who do you think would win in a fight? Bill Nye the Science Guy or Neil deGrasse Tyson? Neil deGrasse Tyson, <laughs> the dude was a boxer. He was, wasn't he? And yeah. I've seen the younger pictures, and that dude was in good shape. He was a boxer who was like, well, I'm done getting hit in the head. Let's go be a scientist. I mean, I got, <laughs> I, I got to agree. As much as I love Bill Nye, Bill, 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 <laughs> Bill. Uh, it's Neil deGrasse Tyson, hands down. He's kicking his ass. He's going to yeah. destroy Bill Nye. He, he really will. <laughs> I'm unless, sorry, Bill. I love you. <laughs> unless you can zap him with some kind of weird potato instrument you came up with in two seconds. Fair. But I feel Neil deGrasse probably do the same. <laughs> He just talks about stars. True. They bore him by talking about stars. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what do you got? All right. So who do you think would win in a fight? Lieutenant Dan from Forrest Gump or Joe from Family Guy? Ooh, ice cream, Lieutenant Dan. (laughs) Who do you think would win in a fight? Lieutenant Dan or Joe? And barehanded? Barehanded, but they still have their wheelchairs. Okay. I mean, Lieutenant Dan's scrappy, but Joe is an ex-cop, and he's, he's got to build. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we've seen in Family Guy, Joe fight people hand-to-hand, and it's Joe. Joe? Yeah, All right. Joe's winning. Joe's winning. Ding, 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 ding. All right. Good fights. <laughs> I think it's time to get back to some gaming. I agree. Let's jump right into it. Yeah. Well, thanks for watching, everybody, and check us next week with another podcast. I've been the Thick Baby. And I'm WB. And this has been New School Gaming.